Accidents at home injure more than 12 million people each year. And experts say there's a wide gap between what we think we know and what we actually know about home safety. InfoTrack's Taryn McCall is here with a look. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Dan Hannon. He's a certified safety professional and author of the book Preventing Home Accidents, a quick and easy guide. Dan, welcome to InfoTrack. Thanks. Glad to be here. Obviously, you see injuries in the home as a serious problem, but how big of a problem is it? Well, you are 10 times more likely to die or be fatally injured off the job or away from work than you are on the job. And most of those injuries do occur in the home. Why do you suppose workplace injuries get so much more attention? First of all, they're tracked through the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. So employers are obligated to keep their workers safe in the workplace according to federal and state laws. And contrary to that, the home, of course, is perceived to be a very safe and comfortable place to be. And we don't typically think of hazards that may pose a danger to our lives, usually in the home. So honestly, there are very few organizations that are accounting for those injuries and those fatalities that occur in the home place. What are the most common injuries that occur in the home? You're typically seeing falls, falls from ladders, falls downstairs, slips and trips in areas that have high slip potential, thresholds, doorways, bathrooms, those kinds of things. Up at the top of the list are also fires, fires caused by smoking, fires from cooking activities, fires caused by sometimes electrical hazards as well. Some of the other common hazards that result in severe injuries or even fatalities in the home include poisonings. Unfortunately, many children die every year as a result of getting into cabinets where either prescription medications are kept or chemicals are kept that are unlocked and unsecured, overdosing basically on those materials. Drownings also occur in the home, both in the bathtub as well as the pool. Those are also up at the top of the list. Those are probably the top four, maybe top five hazards that result in severe injuries or even fatalities. When you think about accidents around the house, home repair jobs come to mind. Do these occur because someone is tackling something over their head or not reading instructions or just being careless? What are the main causes of home repair injuries? You know, it's probably a combination of those as well as a handful of other things. It comes down to stopping and thinking about the task that you're about to perform, if it's a specific project or an activity, and just taking a second to think, you know, what hazards are associated with what I'm about to do? How can I make those hazards go away and keep myself safe? Even if it's cleaning leaves out of a gutter, you're handling an extension ladder, for instance, just to take a minute or two and say, you know what, i got to carry the ladder. There's obviously an opportunity for me to trip, to suffer a muscular strain, and I'm hoisting a ladder up on an elevated area like a roof. I've got to worry about overhead hazards such as electrical wires that might be coming into the home. And once I get up on the roof, think of the fall potential that exists there as well. And there's certain things, again, at each step of the process that you can do to prevent those things from happening. Some of the things that you mentioned a moment ago kind of spotlighted that different members of a household are at risk of different mishaps, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. Obviously, children don't have the life experiences that adults do, and sometimes they don't think as completely and safely as adults do. So if you're talking infants and toddlers, obviously keeping them out of areas that they shouldn't be in, keeping them away from objects that could cause harm, whether it's electrical outlets or, again, cleaning chemicals or hot items, And then as adults, it is a matter about changing your behavior and more consciously thinking about 
hazards that may exist, being proactive and hopefully correct them before they jump up and cause a problem. Obviously, your book is a good resource, but where should homeowners be learning about these risks? There don't seem to be a lot of educational resources for home safety out there. There are a couple other good spots. A couple big ones right off the top of my head include the National Safety Council. The National Safety Council has been around for over 100 years. They support both workplace and non-workplace safety activities. The Consumer Product Safety Commission is another good one. They're basically an advocate for the homeowner trying to make sure that what goes in their home is maintained at a certain level of engineered safety to help people protect themselves. Another good source is something called Safe Kids USA, the nonprofit that advocates for child safety primarily within the home. Everything from wearing bike helmets to making sure that children are safe within their home environment and in and around their home, whether they're playing in the treehouse or playing on some apparatus out in the yard on swings or trampolines. So those are several really good sources of additional information. Dan Hannon, certified safety professional and author of Preventing Home Accidents, a quick and easy guide. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Appreciate the time. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporters Taryn McCall and Roy Mackey and our executive producer Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to catch us next time on another edition of InfoTrack.